Hello, and welcome back to Unreal Reality Podcast. This is Nicole, your host. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram at Unreal Reality Podcast, on Twitter at Nicole underscore W underscore S. And let's get started the first eviction episode of the season. So we got Janelle and Christmas talking about where the numbers are for the votes. And I think Christmas actually plays this off pretty well that no one has talked to her yet and she didn't know what was going on. Because look at Christmas's game. Why would you see her and assume she is someone who everyone's come to and formulated plans and alliances with? And Janelle says she wants to keep Keisha, but she's not going to push it, and Keisha needs to be able to do some campaigning for herself. Next, we see Memphis and Cody form their alliance, the Commission, aka, I guess, just the uh, second placers, second best club. (laughs) Uh, And this seems like a pretty predictable move that we probably all saw coming from, if not before, the moment they were both on stage and Julie pointed out to them, oh, you guys were both had very similar alliances, similar games, you both went to the final two and lost. I think we all saw the two of them working together coming. So we got to see Bailey and Tyler burying the hatchet and to try to go forward, but still play to the house like they have some animosity and they're not working together. And now, I would love this to be a real deal, um, but we did see the whole Tyler sequence, and we know how he plays, that he's got to deal with just about everybody. So the likelihood that he has any real loyalty to Bailey is probably pretty slim. And also in this scene, they're both wearing their safety suite passes, so you know this conversation took place much earlier in the week than we're seeing it. Kevin and Nicole Anthony talk in the hammock about Final Two and say, is a group of unicorns called a blessing? And, you know, unicorns aren't real, right? They're aware of that fact. So you're not going to have a group of them. You won't even have a single one of them, actually. (laughs) So then we get back to Memphis and Cody, and they want to build a bigger alliance around them. But Memphis doesn't want to get them all together and start talking he wants to go to each one of them one by one and make this deal separately and not have them all together because i guess he's worried about a big group getting caught so he wants christmas tyler nicole f danny cody and himself so he talks to each one and proposes it and tells each one oddly that they're the first one he's actually coming to about it and this just seems problematic to me. Why is this, is this group going to feel loyal to each other as a group in the overall scheme of things if they're never really together? Like, is Danny going to go up to Tyler and go, hey, uh, Memphis told me that we're in an alliance now. Did he tell you we're, you're in an alliance with me? It just isn't going to feel authentic. You're not getting the group together. You're not going to see if they really vibe and work well together and he talks about it being like the telephone game and the whole premise of that game is that by the end of it everything gets so twisted and changed around that the final is so different from how everything started so why would you want to use this as a model for your alliance building method (laughs) that degree of miscommunication is the last thing you want in your alliance also, with with each thinking that they're the first one being asked, what if one person says, 
oh no, I don't want to work with that person. Instead, maybe this person. But in reality, he's already talked to that person they don't want to work with. So it just, the whole way he went about this just seems odd to me. And it does not seem like the proper way to really build trust and a solid alliance structure that could go the distance. Cody has played this well, though, by letting Memphis go and be the one making these deals. So he's in this and protected if it does work. But if anything blows up, he's not the one everyone's going, oh, well, Cody was running around making these deals. For as far as they're concerned, it's Cody was just another person who just went, sure, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And we even see Cody then forms a side alliance with Enzo, uh, Davon, and Bailey. Cody apparently still unclear. Cody seems unclear and sending some mixed signals about who he wants to go this week. As he goes and he asks Christmas who she would want, and she says she'd rather keep Keisha because she thinks Keisha would be easier to beat in competitions. Davon prefers Kevin. Memphis says to keep Keisha. Franzel says she prefers Kevin. And what gets me is for people to keep saying it's because Keisha's not good at competitions compared to Kevin, but in I looked up the numbers, and in her first season, she won three competitions, and Kevin won four, and Kevin's fourth being in the final three HOH stages, which Keisha was voted out before that, so she very likely could have won one of those. So realistically, they're extremely comparable competition-wise. So now we get to the living room, time for voting and speeches. So. Keisha gets a little shady with saying she wishes most of the house guests the best of luck, and we stan a petty queen. <laughs> and then, so when David goes up to vote, there's just this big over-exaggeration of, like, almost this baby tone of, like, oh, we know how excited you must be, this is your first vote, and it just it seems so patronizing and, like, overcompensating, making light of the fact that it was the twist that screwed you. Like, so it's like, so we're going to be so extra nice to you right now. And something that gets me every year, and they always seem to get worse year here, but I hate all the shout outs during voting. And I used to watch Australian Big Brother and people would literally get punished for even the slightest attempt to reach out. Like, I remember there was an instance where someone just in like the dew on the deck vote hi mom and they got a punishment and someone else after winning a competition just shouted i love you mom or something and they got in trouble for it so when it's just this long list of like i love you da, 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 you know what just tell them you know watch the feeds at this certain time and then i'm gonna say something to you because like i don't need it in every diary room session every vote all the time it's too much okay and random i know but i am living for Bailey's neon dress i would look like a dried out highlighter in that but she looks fantastic <laughs> and mm, i'm gonna make one exception to the statement i made about hating shoutouts for davon calling out justice for Brianna Taylor at the end of her vote. So, all the votes are cast, and, oh, Keisha's evicted. Are we surprised? No. She got no screen time, which does lead to believe how much was she really doing in there to try to secure her spot. 
So, before she comes out, Julie immediately warns her, You must put on your mask and immediately go to the chair far from me. Again, this just seems odd as they're the ones who've been isolated, they've been tested. Shouldn't the distance be enough on stage? And then they can put on their mask as soon as they've done the interview before they're going to have to talk to anyone in production, etc., etc. It just seems like over the top and the only reason I can think for it to be happening is just so the show can be like look how much precautions we're taking because if you're 12 feet away from anyone and she's been safe she can be without the mask for her interview with Julie like it just doesn't make sense to me and I do say this as someone who is pro-mask I'm not one of those anti-maskers sitting out there saying how you're infringing upon me Speaking of overcompensation, Julie's opening with Keisha, she just launches right into saying how you'll always be America's favorite player from your season, you came in fourth place, and it just kind of comes off as like this sad little like consolation, like, don't worry, you're not that bad, you're not so terrible, look, you did good before. Keisha breaks down what she meant when she said that she wishes most of the house guests luck. And she said this was related to people promising to tell her how their votes were going to fall and then never coming back and telling her. Which I have to say, from the player's side, is a really smart move because a lot of Keisha's game was when she would get a piece of information and finding a way to use it to her advantage and blowing things up for other people. So by not giving her anything, by not giving her any information or ammo to run with, You really were handicapping the biggest part of her game, making her way easier to get rid of. Now, whoever was running her socials while she was in the house, after she got evicted, tweeted out some wild tweet about how she thought she'd be playing with men, but really, Cody, Enzo, and Memphis's balls hadn't dropped yet, and so clearly she wasn't, that she was in a house full of boys, and she claims in some exit press that this wasn't her, she didn't tweet this, she didn't know what it was about, whoever was running her socials did it. But I would like to note that it is still on her page, and it is a pinned tweet, not even, you know, fallen down the timeline, it's not deleted. So even if she didn't do it, she must uh, stand by it or be happy with that tweet in some way or another. So the house guests go in the backyard to compete for the next HOH, And wow, watching those videos were probably more painful than having to sit through a Zoom meeting myself. And I'm really going to yada yada this because it was, I do not want to have to talk about what we witnessed there. So it was just, they watched a clip and then they answered true false questions about what they had seen. Um, And this one went pretty quickly. Like, people were going out every round, and then Memphis ends up winning, knocking out a lot of people still remaining in the house. So, in the same episode, Keisha leaves the house, and the guy who evicted her in her last season becomes the new HOH. So, we'll see what happens next. Uh, That's all for me today. I know that was a short one. Thanks for tuning in, and have a good one.